took you long enough, man. <laughs> I know I know you was running from the smoke. I, I understand Ohio State lost. I get it. Like you didn't want to record. I, I understand that you were scared. I completely understand. It's alright. I, I get it. It's alright. I ain't running from nothing, man. I'm here to I'm here to answer. <laughs> oh my PR, I've done my PR training. training. Oh, I'm ready my for all questions. <laughs> so was it a fumble or was it a catch? Yo, that okay. In all oh, honesty, bro, it goodness. was a catch and fumble. Let's oh, and let's. I didn't let, think we, it was a catch it. because when he went to grab the football, like he he did Why? take like two steps. But it looked like when he was trying to bring the ball into his body, that's when Okuda, like, swatted the ball out of his hand. So I'm not sure like, if that's why they didn't think he, like, completed the process, is my opinion. But, <laughs> come on, Saray. That was more like three. Yeah, it's you very could even argue yeah, four even steps. <laughs> and... And he had both yeah, both hands was, on the ball. It, it could go both ways. It could have been a catch. It could have been a fumble. It could have went both ways easily. It it can, it, and and I I agree. I agree. You know, like I said, when I'm gonna explain this loss, I'm gonna say where Ohio State were wrong. Well, blame the refs. Oh, oh no, I'm you sorry. can't I have be one to. of those fans that blame the refs. Uh, no, no, but but okay, but like I said. I am going to first, first, well, first thing I'm going to do go ahead, is I'm go going ahead. to explain we, where, where Ohio State went wrong. Okay. Okay. So where we were wrong, number one, yes, J.K. That was seven Dobbins points. That was not seven catching points. that screen pass. That was easily seven that points. Was, that was easily seven points. That was, was that before and I'm talking both the, the times. that they overturned? Uh, I can't remember. Uh, no, when, when J.K. Dobbins the catch, the catch dropped the, that screen pass, was that after <clears throat> they overturned the fumble that Okuda forced, or was that before? That was before, okay. So even then, that should have been seven uh, that points on that. There, you guys have a lot of points on the board in the first half. That, that, that should... Yes, yes, and that's where I will I will take responsibility. First drive, should have scored. We had all the momentum, should have scored seven. Like I said, it's a totally different game. If instead of us up be, being up by 16, yeah. we're up by 28. We lost a lot of points on the board, Dude, which I give credit to Clemson. Good. Their safeties are hey, not Y'all good did your thing in goal line. I think, I think LSU's going to win. Oh, yeah. I, I think LSU is going to win, too, because, uh, yeah, we, we moved fast, and LSU, LSU moves fast that consistently. I don't know. I don't think they're going to be able to yeah, handle it. For me, I think they're, my they're banged up Clemson too. is their safeties are weak. Their safeties are not good. Tanner Muse, I can't think of the other mm. number 24, the kid who caught the pick at the end of the game. They are not good safeties at all. Like, they're not good. Isaiah Simmons, you no, can get away not. with putting him in a bunch of different positions. And their they're, they're DBs are not on LSU's, uh, on LSU status or Ohio State status. Not even close. Like, their corners are not as good as either one of those teams. I think LSU... I think it's going to be a shootout, but I, I think LSU is going to win. I don't... I I see. I'm not nah, going to say it's going to be a blowout like I they did Oklahoma. Who, who could have predicted that? I, I, I don't see LSU blowing out. I, I don't. I could, I could see... A, you know, a seventeen twenty one lead at the good end of the game. Honestly, Clemson has good defense, and LSU has a great offense, so it could go both ways. <clears throat> I, yeah, J.K. Dobbins exactly. hurt in the second half. I don't know. You guys probably win that game. Oh my gosh! And that's so again. This is where I give take. I I give the inexperience yeah. to to Ryan Day on the on the play call where he yeah. got hurt. We had already ran that play before. Where where Justin Fields he fakes like he's gonna check and then he got the sneak. So I was like, oh man, that's a great play call to get a first down. When he did it again, I said, oh no, I saw it happening. And then he gave it to J.K. And I mean, you really can't blame any of the Clemson players. Like it wasn't a dirty play. I know I see some Ohio I don't State think it was dirty, fans no. saying that it was a dirty play. 
Um, I don't. I don't think it was dirty either. I don't think it was dirty. I think he was just trying to hold on to J.K. Dobbins. He got turned the wrong way, and that's where his ankle got hurt. Where, like I, like I told everybody else in that situation. I mean, oh my goodness, Justin Fields. He was. He looks good. Minus he was going dunk that whole good. entire game. He looked. He looked great. So I think in that situation. You give, you know, maybe K.J. Hill, Chris Olaf, somebody a quick out route, you know, or in route, and... You guys had you know, eight penalties boom. for That's... 77 yards, and the biggest penalty was that roughing the kicker when they punted the football. That was huge. Oh, my gosh. Yes, and and that's... and. That's where I'm kind of... You got to think, if, if, if you guys don't rub the kicker, Clemson were on, kinda, they were on their heels. You guys could have probably went down there and got points again. Like, I, yeah. that could have been, I wouldn't say the dagger, but that definitely could have gave yeah. you guys the edge y'all needed to maybe start to put them away. That penalty was huge. And then again, the dropped ball by, by, yeah. uh, by uh, what is his name? J.K. Dobbins. Yes, that, that was, that was, that was huge. two huge momentum yeah. plays that costed y'all. <clears throat> Oh man, like and like I said, you know Ohio yeah. State—they're known for great special teams, and so I lo- I love the aggression. By- That's the one thing I love about Ryan Day is his aggression. He's so aggressive, but in that situation, like all game, if I'm no. up all game, I'm not going to try to go for a punt block because, like, because like you said, we stopped them on third down, forced a punt. They were on their heels at that point. We should and I, and I seen Chris Olave. He's our main pump blocker guy, and I was like, oh, I, I didn't I didn't like it. So again, I, I blame that on the inexperience of Ryan Day. You know, in that scenario, you put they punt it back to us. We like I said, we really didn't have a problem even on the no, final drive. No, not at we all. We did no. not have a problem moving the ball at all. So, you know, why you would go for that? It, it'd be different if. You know, it was a yeah, shootout no, it game. Wasn't, it wasn't that type some of type of stop no. or some type of momentum shift. And honestly, the tackling, the tackling uh-huh, was suspect. But... Trevor Lawrence, sixty-seven yard run, oh, and most man. of Travis Etienne's touchdowns were just blown. T- I mean, he's great in open space. Don't get me wrong; I think he's the best back in the country. But you, his yeah. open oh, space tackling was awful. It was bad. Yeah, yeah. I and, and that's what I didn't like against when we played Wisconsin in the Big Ten championship i mean that's how you know we were horrible tackling that game we tackled a little bit better this game because while travis eating in i mean he had most of his yeah, he yards had three catches touchdowns. 98 yards uh, two touchdowns. he only had 36 rushing we, yards like that was it he didn't do it. yeah so we so we shut him down on the run which i was like, okay our tackling is getting better trevor lawrence but, having 107 uh, rushing yards man, and obviously most yeah. of them coming on that one big run but he was very effective running. He was more effective running the football but, than Justin Fields, and I wasn't expecting. Yes, that. he was. I think. I, I think if that's <laughs> what I think nobody expected. I don't think anybody expected. You know, he, he'll pull. They but not, him to not pull every for once 16, in a while. 107 and a but, touchdown. Ain't no way. No. 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 Um, okay. Now let me ask you something. Yeah. When you watch, because you watched the entire game. Do you feel like it was terrible? I don't know what was wrong with the field. Everybody's slipping. People can't keep their their feet. I mean, and maybe that had something to do with Dobbins' injury. Like he on on the play, it didn't look like he was one hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? Like his footing was kind of off. So I don't. For a game that you knew was coming, we had what two weeks off before this had started. You should no. Yeah, three weeks. There's no reason. That's like the national championship game. There's going to be issue in 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 New Orleans. There, There should be no field concerns whatsoever and i kind of think that i don't want to say that played a big part but some i think i think in certain positional areas of the game ryan day got out coached on the play call where trevor lawrence yeah did that jump pass and you was like when florida used to do it back in the day with tim tebow they would sneak the tight end out they snuck travis mm-hmm. Etienne out of the backfield and yeah. nobody seen out Dude, that was a hell I of thought a, that was, that was a hell I thought of that was a great play, play call. call. He's a good coach. I think he's going to be a very good coach for a long time. I just don't think that the experience, I think just the experience took over. That's all it is. 
And honestly, Ohio State's the more talented team. Yeah. So I, I, I got, and I totally agree. dude. I obviously I, I obviously just like Ohio State, but from just a fan standpoint, you guys were the better team without question this year. Wasn't even in my opinion, you guys were better. I don't I don't think Justin Fields is better than Trevor Lawrence, but I mean I think Travis Eaton's better than and the J.K. Dobbins. But you guys have better receivers, maybe. I mean T. T. Higgins. I, I don't know if they better receivers either. Jeez, maybe not. It's, it, it could be even. Maybe it's not even. Yeah, maybe Clemson has a slight edge, but overall as a team this year, I thought you guys were a better team, just from a team standpoint. You guys were better, in my opinion. I I thought we were, too. Um, But, but of course, I never underestimate the heart of a champion. I mean, I think, and I've I've been saying this ever since he beat Nick Saban. He is the best coach in football. I, I, you know, yeah, so I think he's the best coach, and that's that's where I said... Um, we didn't even drop the episode with my friends, but like that's where I said we're gonna if we lose this game, it's because because we got our coach by the best coach in the nation, which is Dabo Sweeney. <coughs> and I mean, oh man, and it sucks because you knew you know like never in their game plan did they have Trevor Lawrence. I doing think all this that. year, this year though, desperate. you've seen oh you've seen gosh. Trevor Lawrence run a lot more than he did last year. They incorporated a lot more QB runs. And and honestly, I'm not a fan of Trevor Lawrence running. He's not like Justin Filter. That's a part of his game. I don't like him running, but it's effective, so they do it. Right. And I, I don't know. It just again, most of his rush yards came yeah. off of that six to seven yard run. But you know, it was it was just timely stuff. I don't know. And then the interception by Isaiah Simmons that Justin Fields threw the first pick. I don't know if he didn't see first of all, I don't know how you can miss Isaiah Simmons. He's like a freak. He's six three, two forty I don't know. He got. I don't know what it was, but and then it was some place. I noticed there was what maybe three third downs. Brent Venables, Clemson's defensive coordinator, he was running his blitz where the corner would come, the nickel would come off the edge, and they would drop back and replace the nickel. And Justin Fields mm-hmm. just didn't see it twice. Once they got the sack, and the second time it was the interception. So maybe it was just again like they did that to Tua last year though. They disguised a lot of stuff that you know resulted in pick sixes. Yeah. So I, they're deep. Their coordinators just really. They know that they don't have the greatest safeties and they're good corners, but safeties aren't that good. So they do a good job of disguising stuff to put him in the best positions to be successful. I think that's what they really thrive on, to be honest. Yeah, they they do. And like I said, Justin Field, he did he was confused last night. I will have to admit, you know, he got confused. Like you said, they disguised a lot of good coverages. Um, I will have to give credit to our J.K. Dobbins looks so good. So a buck seventy four against Clemson's um, defense—that's saying something. He, but you know, I of course you know oh, my geez. friends, you know they're LSU fans, <coughs> so they they so they're so they um they say you know in, in another one an Alabama fan, so they're all SEC biased, so they're like he isn't doing that LSU's against good defense run defenses, and I'm like nah, J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, it's not. And J.K. Dobbins looked amazing, you know, a couple nights ago. And oh man, like Adam I said, Schefter never got currently hurt. right now has J.K. Dobbins as the second-rated running back in in the draft class. I disagree with that, but who do you, who do you think? What, what's your Travis ranking? I would like to know I, your I'm top just three. a huge Travis fan, dude. He reminds me, dude. It's like Jamal Charles. I'm a huge Johnson, Travis fan too. Watching, no. Just bigger. He runs but hard. He, he, just, he the runs only thing so that people hard. that turn off about Travis Etienne is that when he gets to open space, when he gets to full speed, he runs really, really weird. Like he runs like a drunk duck. <laughs> like he, yeah. he, he runs just weird. And it doesn't matter because <laughs> like, we're gonna catch him in open space, not too many people. But if I had to give you my top three, I go Travis right. Etienne, Jonathan Taylor, and it's I want to say DeAndre Swift, but after, and this may be more recency biased, but I may have to put J.K. Dobbins number three and Swift number four. Like I, I, I don't know. It's Georgia didn't have they had a good year, but their their offense wasn't what it what we're you know used to seeing. I wanted to see a lot more from Jake Fromm, which didn't see. But I, I'm no Swift. If we're talking about pass yeah. catching, Swift is the Did best pass catcher out of all of them. He, he reminds me more of like Sony Michelle type yeah, he, he is. him, but. That that may be my top three: Etienne, yeah. uh, Jonathan Taylor, and J.K. Dobbins. And I don't know. We'll see what J.K. Dobbins does tonight. Or no, they not tonight. They play tomorrow, actually. But yeah, no, I, I don't know. It just for me, what scares me about Jonathan Taylor is he's been in, in college for three years now, and he has a over three hundred carries every year. There's a lot of tread on his tires. It is, and I mean, 
The, it's the problem that you you get whenever hey, you get Melvin a Western Gordon, I, mean, you man, guys have I don't know what we're going to do with him. Is, oh, my God. Uh, are you guys going to replace the Wisconsin this is my with thing. another one? When I first started you know, doing the mock drafts and stuff, I used to always give us a running back at first, right? Because, it's, you know, when the season had just first started, you know, we didn't think Phillip Rivers was going to play this bad this year, right? So we're, well, we're not going to draft a quarterback. We're going to go to offensive line, maybe running no. back, maybe receiver. So I used to always give us like Travis Etienne, Jonathan Taylor. I used to give us running backs. And I'm thinking, I'm like, this class is so incredibly deep of running backs. So even Najee Harris from Alabama, even LSU's running back. Like there's like J.K. Dobbins is a day two, day three pick without question. Yeah. And I think I think he goes early day two, maybe mid yeah. day two. But there's no, I don't, even if the Dolphins, like you need a running back that bad, I wouldn't spend a pick on one in the first round. There's no point. There's so many of them that are available. You're, you're bound to like at least nah. one that's available. Yeah, this this draft class. We're we're talking about the draft class years. I can already feel it. I think the draft class was at twenty seventeen was Christian McCaffrey, Leonard Fournette, that whole class, Joe Mixon, Chris Carson. In my opinion, it's early, but that's going if they continue to play out like this, that's going to end up being the best running back class ever. And and this one, if if these backs pan out, they're going to rival that class for sure. Yeah, I I definitely agree. Backs though Um, in the draft, like I said, I think. Okay, top three. I love really uh, Edwards. Really from uh, I love him. Maybe and maybe it's my biases <laughs> because I'm a shorter guy and he's a shorter back. But but I love him, so I'm gonna put him okay. in my three spot. I'm putting J.K. at two, and I I, I so know no, no Jonathan Taylor, Taylor, no he's DeAndre just, Swift. He, not only right. is he so fast, ooh, I, got I don't know, man. I four. It's Wisconsin back. You just look at Jonathan. Yards and have a lot of carries. And I don't know, Melvin. I, me, I wanted Todd Gurley coming out. I was a huge Melvin Gordon fan at Wisconsin. I love Melvin Gordon. But yeah. Looking back at it now, you, you even with Austin Eckler, like, he went to Western, dude. Like that's Gunnison, Colorado. Like he, no, dude. Like he was yeah. undrafted. Like we didn't. <laughs> he put he put on for us. The However, city. my thing is, you're starting to see <laughs> the value of running backs isn't that yeah. high anymore because. When Melvin Gordon was sitting out, Austin Eckler came in and balled out. It even it, even with Melvin Gordon here, we're still balled finding out. ways for him to get touches, whether that be a lot of catches and, and run game. So I don't, I just don't think that like if you're the Dolphins, you have three first round picks. I wouldn't spend one on a running back. I'd go assuming that Tua declares. I don't know if he's going to declare or not, but if it was me, I'd go Tua one offensive line two, and then it comes down to pass rusher or receiver. You know, but. It depends on I, they, they, it, for me. It has to be a quarterback, and who knows? What if Tua doesn't declare? They they really like Justin Herbert that much to draft him at five overall. I even my Chargers at six. I'm like, dude, do we really want to draft Herbert at six? I don't, I don't know. If, if if we do, it, I don't, I don't know. know. If we, we, we draft somebody uh, like Herbert, dude, that's like okay. We got to bring Philip back for two more years because Herbert needs to sit. Herbert has to sit. He's not ready to start. Right yeah, now. definitely. And neither is Tua, obviously, because of his injury. Yeah. Oh man, I don't. I just don't like Herbert. I don't know nothing's why. Nothing's flashy. It's I don't know why, flashy. but it's nothing flashy. Herbert. Yes, nothing. Not, there's nothing that gives you. And oh, honestly, yeah, I think it has guy. a lot he's to do guy. with um, the offense he plays in. If you watch the offense, it's, it's classic Oregon offense. It's two reads. It's a quick bubble, quick slant. Yeah. Like you, we're not. We're not going to see his full potential until yeah. he has like a full playbook, like NFL style offense in front of him. So I can imagine. Go ahead. Which I, mm, no, I was gonna say which which I, I agree with that, and so yeah, I think he's more of a boomer so bust type player. I don't know. If, if, the same way you felt about Herbert coming into this season is probably the same way you feel about him now. Like he didn't do anything to hurt his draft stock, but he for damn sure didn't do anything like okay, like how you know Joe Burrow separated himself for Tua. Like he didn't do any of that. And again, it's I think it's the yeah. offense, and then. I think I think something that really people don't put in a factor for quarterbacks. It's not like a skill. It's just like I think he lacks mental toughness, and it's it's evident. Like in week one against yeah. Auburn, when they were they could have won, should have if they win that game, they probably are in the playoff. They probably would have got whooped, <laughs> but they would have they would have been in the playoff. But <laughs> it was like well, week one against Auburn, yeah. they were up. It was like well, third, that may have been a huge second or third down I needed to keep the clock moving. He got hurt, got banged up, and. Went to the sideline. You know the rule. If you get hurt, you know, you got to sit out one play before you come back in. So, and they end up not getting the first down. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, dude, if you were able to walk off the field and come back in the very next play, you weren't hurt. You just were, you had a little bruise, you had a little sore, but no, you he just lacks mental toughness. He doesn't have the it factor. Now, if you watch Tua play, he has an it factor. Joe Burrow has an it factor. Even Jalen Hurts has an it factor. Like, 
I was just talking to my friend about Jalen Hurts, and um, oh, I got a, I got a couple of theories. Okay, so one, my theory okay. is some team is gonna bring him in, and they're gonna you use think, him exactly you, like they the used Saints Taysom would Hill. Be really, yeah. They would they would use him this because I mean the way the game that. is evolving so much, I mean you can do that so. I mean, I think he would either be used like a Taysom Hill. However, if he if he was like nine, yeah. ain't about that, which I think would be kind of stupid because I mean, if you look at the way he trended this season, <laughs> no, it wasn't I mean, the best from a passer standpoint. It looked better because the offense he, he played in, but you can no. still tell you can still tell he was holding the ball a little too long, um, missing reads, and it, that game reads. against Texas, he missed a lot of reads. He did a lot of he just bad throwing. And then, honestly, this I'm not trying to take anything away from Hurts, but when you're throwing to C.D. Lamb and he's that great after the catch, those numbers are miscued, you know? So when you hear him throw, yeah. you know, for, let's yeah. say, 75 yards, dude, he threw a five-yard out, but C.D. ran for 70. <laughs> so, it's <laughs> exactly, dude. He's like, yeah, and honest, broke two tackles. My big four, dude. He may be receiver one for me over Jared Judy. I, I, I just, again, that it could be, be more recency bias, but Judy, ha- I don't know. It, Drops are kind of concerning me. He drops some passes this year, and I've never seen that from Judy. I don't know if it's just lack yeah. of concentration or what, but from a, from a route running standpoint and and just agility and short area quickness, I haven't seen anybody like that since like Odell at LSU. Like so, I don't know. I still I still think the the route yeah. running may give him the edge over CD Lamb. But as far as in, in the build is something to, to think about. How many small receivers are built like Odell that are being successful there's not too many receivers you can think like that a lot of the receivers that are successful today are bigger receivers so. nah and i don't know obviously the, the bigger if you're great like odell you're going to be able to be you know solid in every team you play for the browns he, even this year they, you don't know it but odell has a thousand receiving yards like you wouldn't know it because they suck but he, he's balling so i don't know it's cd mm-hmm. it's not he's not cd but hurts he has to i think he has to be in a position where let's say like oakland where okay, Raider fans may not want Derek Carr again, right? Because he's not good. However, in order if you draft mm-hmm. a guy like Hurts, that's somebody you got to sit down for a year or two, one to learn how to be an NFL quarterback. Because he has he has the physical traits, he has the physical traits, he has the size, he has the mental state. He, he does. is focused. He you know he'll come in and work his ass off. But from a, like you said, missing reads, um, arm talent is not. You don't have to. Drew Brees doesn't have the greatest arm. His arm strength is not that good. I've seen Drew Brees not be able to throw like twenty yard out routes. Like so, you don't have to have the greatest arm. Like and he leads yeah. NFL history in yards and touchdowns. You just got to be able to be accurate and great ball placement and be yeah. able to push the ball to an extent down the field, which I think he can do. But and again, who who's willing to draft him and fit their system around him? Because Lamar, to be honest, go ahead. that's a. But I don't think he. I don't think he has to. Oh, like with Jalen Hurts, he doesn't have. And that's to the thing, Lamar's successful Lamar. because he plays in a great so, offense. Would Lamar Jackson be this good in, in in another offense? Seriously? Yeah, no, I don't think that. Oh, of course not, of course not. But Jalen Hurts isn't as fast and as quick as Lamar Jackson for you to be able to say we're going to change the offense. But like, I still think Jalen he's Hurts mobile enough to can run that style of offense around him. The, the thing is, so QB needy teams in the top twenty. Oakland, okay. Do you really think he's a QB of the future? Which is, I'm not saying it's impossible. We we didn't. Nobody thought Lamar Jackson would be this good. Let's be honest. Nobody thought he. Nobody thought he developed into the passer he developed. Right. And if you really watch the games, though, he's not throwing 50 yard bombs down the field. He's throwing, you know, he's throwing. He's not. I mean, he's he's, no, he's, he's not. developed a lot. <laughs> I still think he has a lot of room for growth. But it, he's been what arguably the best quarterback this year. If I had to say best, I still think Russell Wilson is a better quarterback. But maybe that's a debate for another time. But but. He's a better passer, yeah, and I think that's I something that you really have to take into effect. Because in terms of arm talent, the, the stuff he does with the football is like, all right, this dude is like legit. <laughs> if the Ravens weren't having this year and Lamar wasn't, you know, doing craziness, Russell would be the MVP. Oh yeah, it, I mean, of course, not accounting also the past couple yeah. weeks where they've been kind of inconsistent, and you know, them having their their running back problems and. Obviously, time management problems. Pete Carroll, that I, I think that, Oh my god! I don't know. It, maybe it goes back to even some USC days, but especially when he's been with Seattle, he is not the greatest coach when it comes to situational management. That is not his thing. And I think no, honestly, <laughs> well, that's two. That's on Russell Wilson. You are the quarterback. I don't care if the coach doesn't say. There's no reason with the game on the line 
you take a five-yard penalty delay a game because now you're hurting your offense. You're moving your offense back, and you need a you need yeah. to score a touchdown to win. You can't kick a field goal. You can't. No, that that was that was on that's on Russell, yeah. and that's really on Pete Carroll. But I, I don't know. I was I thought Seattle at one point would be able to win the NFC West and make a Super Bowl run, but now you got injuries with what Dwayne Brown left tackle. Um, Michael Kendricks just is he just got hurt, so he's yeah. he tore his ACL. So they're, they're down a linebacker. Um, you brought Marshawn Lynch in, you brought Turbin in, and tra- hey, Travis Homer from the U, my boy, running yeah, hard. Yeah. He was running hard. Yeah. Actually, I don't know if they have enough to beat. He was. They can. They can beat Philly. They beat Philly. Already. I don't. I don't think they, they can beat Philly. Either. Oh yeah, they beat but Philly. But if they can get, to, I think they get the, to the yeah, next I don't, round. I don't know. I can't, wherever they I can't see in the next see round. This hurt Seattle team. And I, again, I, I have a hard time going against Russell Wilson because he's top two. But the, uh, oh my goodness, that's he's hard. it's so hard because he not only is he so clutch, but and I've and I've been saying that you can put him up there with Aaron Rodgers and even Patrick Mahomes when you talk about the best deep ball thrower in the league. I mean, Russell just knows how Man, to play. Man, if we're talking about just arm talent and no order, my top four. And no order would be Aaron Rodgers, Mahomes, Russell Wilson, and Kyler Murray. <laughs> yeah. If Kyler, they could get him oh, some man. receivers. Literally. No, the if Texas they could get legend. Him some receivers and some offensive linemen, dude. Quiet as his cat. He's got, what, over 30,000 passing yards. He's got over 20 touchdowns. He's got 10 picks, Manobo, yeah. which is going to happen as a rookie. But he ain't like Jameis Winston just giving it away like that. And that. that Dude, okay, How do you I'm, feel about I may James be biased, Winston? right? Because I'm a Miami fan and he went to Florida State. I have always disliked okay. everything about Jameis Winston. Everything. Because one, <laughs> what concerned me when I really start to <laughs> when I really start to really care about the draft like that, one thing that everybody said about him yeah. is that he is just off the field concerns. Right? So there was a time where he got suspended. Oh, yeah, of course. And he it was I forgot who they were playing. He got suspended and he was not supposed to address that game. The dude got dressed and went to warm up. So people, so tw- dude, I'm like, Twitter, Twitter's getting crazy. Everybody's like, yo, Jameis is playing. I'm like, dad, Jameis is playing. So I thought he was suspended. I'm like, dad, he's warming up right now. So everybody's like, I, I guess Jameis is not suspended. You know, Jimbo Fisher must have went against his word. Jimbo Fisher had to go over there and curse him out and tell him, like, dude, get off my damn field. You're not playing. Like, he's just an idiot. There was a time he oh, got on man. the dude, he's an idiot. He got on the he got on the he table is. in the lunchroom at Florida State and Dude, really? Like, come on. You Yo, I saw that. Stuff like that with women. Come on, man. There's women in there. Even even if women weren't in there, that's not I mean, we all we understand locker room talk. We all get locker room talk. I completely understand that, but that still don't give you the right to stand yeah. on the table and say what you said. Then it got even worse. He went to a school and was talking to elementary kids, and he told the he said the little boy he told the little boys to stand up, and he told the little girls to stand down. He he said sit down because you he made a comment about women not being tough or strong or something stupid like that. I'm like he he's just an idiot, dude. He stole some crab legs. I mean. <laughs> And I'm like, dude, yo, crab legs. Just won the. Did he win the Heisman? He met Mar- Mariota won it that year. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was he the won year, the Heisman yeah, the, first the year, year before. First year he won the Heisman. He stole those crab legs. And I'm like, dude, you're in Tallahassee. You're Jameis Winston. You could have went over there like, hey, yo, I'm Jameis. Can I have some crab legs? And dude would have looked around I'll like, hey, my man, just probably not here. Go ahead, legs. dog. Had a crab leg. The police come to his house and he tried to lie on the, the dude at the counter saying that he said he could have it for free. It's like, dude, he said, I never said he could have the crab legs. I'm like, it's just dumb stuff he does. But for him to be the first dude to throw for 5,000, 30 touchdowns and 30 picks, move on. Just move on, please. And unless. So who do you, so who do you, who do you think? Let's say they don't. And Bruce Aarons made comments about, he said, if we were able to win with James, we can win with another quarterback, which can't. Yeah, which hints that we may be moving yeah, on. Yeah, I heard team. that. But let's say they do keep him. You can see somebody like Jacob Eason from Washington in the second round. You can see a Jalen Hurts. You can see a Justin Herbert if he's there. Yeah. You take that guy, right, and you continue to let Jameis just be Jameis, right, throw for 5,000, throw for 30 touchdowns and turn the ball over, right? Let's be honest. They're not going to be good next year. They're yeah. not. So you can draft a quarterback like that. No, they're not. But I would like – I would like J- I would like Jalen Hurts in that situation. And Mike Evans, and then like you, you, you can build the offensive Evans. line, and you can get him a running back. I'm not a fan of any of their running backs on their 
But they can do it. I'm not a yeah, fan, but, but they can do. You know, <laughs> another thing is, they, what they if, can, they if they can, keep Jameis? You know, um, be secondary also needs a lot of help too. So they got a lot to fix. It's going to take more. Oh than, yes. It was. It was saying something when they let go of Vernon Hargraves. I was like, oh gosh. He was horrible, man. <laughs> he was horrible. That's one thing. People like to call Florida DBU, but none of their DBs pan out in the league. Joe Hayden is like the most. I mean, Janoris Jenkins yeah, was that. Joe he got out of Florida, but he went to Florida. But I mean, there's not too many Florida DB. Oh, speaking of DBU, my dad has a friend, Mike. He's a huge Ohio State fan like you. Um, I told him, I was like, in my opinion, <laughs> LSU's DBU. He's like, what's your issue with why like why would you give LSU the edge over Ohio State? And I said, Well, the safeties. Yeah. So he started naming safeties, right? And I'm like, okay, there's more safeties drafted, right? You in terms of getting people drafted, you guys yeah. have more DBs drafted than anybody. But I think in terms of top talent, yeah, you may have more safeties that have played at a higher level than LSU's did. But like in terms of top talent, it's just the LSU DBs in NFL that are continuing to ball. It's it is and and that's where and that's where people argue with me with but i mean like like i said you know you know i have to give credit to lsu because like you said you have jamal adams patrick Tyron Matthew, Davis, uh, White, Eric, there, patrick Davis, there's a and, ton of them all those guys and you're just like dang that is that is a great db station from lsu which like you said we have guys drafted um, like I, you know, I of course top I think five, Jeffrey top five. first round talent. I think, <laughs> I think, Dame, I think Damon Arnett will at least he's get a drafted. Day two, day three. Dude, first round talent. Don't get me wrong. He has first round talent. I thought he was. I think, I think Damon Arnett is. I think he's isn't he a yeah, senior? He, so he, he has he, a senior he's out of there. right too. So. So he, what Arnett? Yeah, he does. Um, Okuda and who's your other corner? Uh, what's his name? Jordan uh, Fuller's oh, going. He has, he's, Fuller, he's I think he, he's, he won't be a first round pick, but day two, day three, he's definitely gonna go. No, he he'd be a day two, day three. Yeah, like you said, we can get guys to the league. It's just you know, but we're I, just like, I, okay, exactly. Well, we got you there. I think that's I think what people get in dispute is when you terms of when you when you think of wide receiver, you DBU quarterback, you you're just thinking about the talent that was there and the guys you got drafted, not necessarily how they played in the NFL. Which which I, I may be biased. Yeah. Yeah. Like I wouldn't call, I would say Ohio State. I mean, I think we have, you yeah, know, Michael Thomas question, is the yeah. best receiver in the league. But you know, that's probably the only good receiver that came out of Ohio State since what? Devin Smith was a bust. Remember the Chase draft in the first round. And I and and I remember everybody thought Dude, Devin Smith was oh back because he got God. the touchdown with the first game for no, the Cowboys. No. They were like, he's back. Ted Ginn like, couldn't catch to save his life. He just ran by people. He was really fast. In terms of wide receiver, you exactly. In and he's terms still of wide doing receiver, that you, somehow. It's Clemson. It's Clemson. And if you want to talk about oh, DBU, yeah. Alabama don't get a lot of. Re- Nobody talks about it enough, but Alabama, they got to be top three. I think it's got to be LSU. No order. LSU will house at Alabama and Florida. To me, nah, I'm good on Florida. I don't. I don't think. Yeah. Florida, I think they've kind of lost that title, uh, like you said, because just because. At least our, you know, at least our DBs are decent. How many safeties are in the league that are playing at a level, at least like at Von Bell's level right now? They're you know, that from Ohio State. Von Bell's. I think I think I think Michael Jenkins is kind of so, lost his step, but he's still. Doing I don't think great. he's ever missed a snap in the NFL, and that's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't to think play so that either. position at his age now and still being that effective says a lot. <laughs> um, but. You know, I'm 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 be honest. I'm not one of those guys who who carries around you know Ohio State alumni list, you know. Yeah. But I do know where our players are. You know, I think I think Ohio State just has a great does a great job of getting talent to the league. And I don't think you know. Of course, everybody Chase talks Young's about better. the Bosa brothers and uh, Chase Young. Yeah, Chase Young is better. I think, but I don't think he Sam Hubbard gets enough really love. Good. And he, he he's he's a he's a he solid really he's an okay year. situational pass rusher for the Bengals now. So, yeah, he wasn't the talent of Bosa yeah. or Chase Young though. And no, he's not the talent, but I think he had a great year that nobody talked about. Of course, because the Bengals, you know, had They're a horrible bad. year, so nobody was They're talking bad. about that. Um, you know, you have Javante yep. Jones who plays for the Broncos. He started finding his footing towards the end of the season. 
who I think will be a good D tackle for us going into next season. So I think I think you know I'm me personally I'm more proud of <clears throat> more proud of uh, you know our D our D line and I mean DBU yeah. you know whoever I think you <laughs> have it. I, but I'm scared more you know when it comes to next year is that I think we're either losing all three or Malik Harrison is leaving. I think he's we're losing gone. Malik Harrison. He's gone. he's gone. Oh yeah, he's gone. And then Tough uh, Borland has Tough no reason Borland, to which... He's he's not. He may be the guy where. He may get drafted like round four, round five, but he's gonna be a, a yeah. work hard, try hard. He's a tackling machine. He's gonna work on special teams. He's gonna find his way to be yeah. a, a solid NFL linebacker yeah. somehow, some way. He's just undersized. He's really, really small. He, yeah, I, I didn't realize that. Look at his stats the I'm other not, day. I'm not comparing him to Bobby um, Wagner, but Bobby I think Wagner is really short too. But in my opinion, that's the best linebacker in football. Yeah. Him or Luke Keekley. Oh yeah, of course, of course. I think Bobby Wagner gets the edge this year, but you know it's, it's really them too. And then Malik Harrison, he, I, I think he has great upside when it comes to run defense. I think his pass defense average. is just you know, I just lacking I don't know, in that area. Today, yeah, average. Like, even with the Chargers, like we got Denzel Perryman, he's really our two down linebacker. And then on passing downs, you bring like you know Kaiser White, who like we're missing, or we'll bring in Drew Tranquil. Yeah, but Drew Tranquil's been playing so well lately, even on special teams. But there's games where he's getting <clears> more <throat> snaps than Denzel Perryman. One because Denzel can never stay healthy, and I don't know. Trank was cheaper. He plays on special teams, so there's a lot of I don't know. In terms of line, with, with Dylan Moses going back to Alabama, he he's not going to the draft. That was huge. I think the linebacker, I think the linbacker class is really yeah, lacking. Huge. I think I like Kenneth Murray from Ala, uh, from Oklahoma. Um, obviously, we just talked about Malik Harrison. We already know about uh, dude from some linebackers from Michigan or not Michigan, Michigan State. Well, yeah, is it Clay K. Hudson from Michigan? Yeah, that's him. Uh, mm-hmm. Who else is there? It was all three of yeah. them. We got one coming back. We got two linebackers from Miami, Shaq Quarterman is one of them. There's, the linebacker class is really thin now. I think Kenneth Murray and Isaiah Simmons are the two best linebackers out there. As a as a Miami fan, how are you guys feeling uh, after signing day? All right, so we missed out on Justin Flo. He ended up committing to Oregon, which was a huge linebacker prospect we wanted. It was, in my opinion, dude, I didn't think he was going to come mm-hmm. to Miami anyway. To be honest with you, we missed out on the other kid who okay. committed to Auburn. I can't remember his name. He was a high talented guy. And then just yesterday, our five star running back Lorenzo Linger put himself in the transfer portal, which. The dude was Gatorade Player of the Year in high school. It was like, dude, he was a top running back in Florida coming out. So, like, for us to keep the South Florida talent home, that's what keeps us, you know, to at least try to be successful after the past two horrible years we've had. But I don't know. It, I, yeah. He just but declared like for draft. So, but my, my thing is, we just got the two top running backs in South Florida to commit. So, our running back room going to be stacked. So, I'm not worried about the talent at running back. We already got Cam Harris. We got the yeah. two young freshmen coming in. Lorenzo Linger just transferred, but I'm not worried about my issue is can I get some consistent quarterback play? Okay. Tate Martell, I don't know what's <laughs> going on, dude. I don't know if they're trying to stroke his ego. Like we he came in in the bowl game and played one drive. One drive. A one series. Drive, and did absolutely nothing and... with it. Which it I didn't stupid. like. It was stupid. I didn't like that. We I have thought... nothing to lose. Why not <laughs> I let thought... you do you play? Put him in. Let you him play. Put... <laughs> Exactly. Dude, at this point, if, if Tate Martell was to go out there and play like complete just dog shit, just play terrible, we ain't got nothing to lose. We can be like, all right, well, we know he's not yeah. the guy. We should try it. So, dude, we played three quarterbacks in that game. Seriously. Mean, against Louisiana Tech. Let that sink in. Three three quarterbacks against Louisiana Tech. Who, no, who, uh, hey, they're what? They're 10 and 3 this year or 9 and 3, whatever they finished their record with. Nonetheless, we're at the end. What yeah. Wake Forest's quarterback, uh, Jamie Newman, just put himself in the transfer portal. He's really, really good. I would like for Miami to go after him, but I think mm-hmm. our bigger concern is we have to find a new offensive coordinator because we fired ours. Um, we got to continue to try to build yeah. our talent on offensive line. Uh, I think the secondary is going to be an issue because Trajan Bandy just declared for the draft. You got some younger guys coming back, but I don't know. I think my biggest concern is offensive coordinator to do that. If you can just find an OC, it's South Florida speed, man. There's no reason at Ohio State trying to spread offense, Clemson, yeah. LSU. We're still living in the old age for whatever reason. And people were so hyped about the Dan Enos hire. And I'm like, dude, just because he came from Alabama don't mean he's a good play caller. He was really mainly a good quarterback coach. You know, he helped yeah. with Jalen Hurts. He wasn't necessarily yeah. out there 100% calling plays. And I think that was very clear, you know, obviously the season we just had. So, I don't know. We, we got a lot to figure out, dude. It, 
we're, we're, we're a joke of a program to be honest. It sucks saying that, but we, we're just, we're a joke. Thing, you know, you know, like I said, it, especially with a, with a program like Miami, all, all you all you need is one, one, one good season. Just, just, <laughs> just like how you know somehow Texas scrambled a good season last year, and then yeah. all these recruits started going to Texas. Which when I when you look at it, bro, Texas they are horrible when it comes to when in the state of Texas they are horrible. All those dudes go to Alabama. State. They go to the other schools. They go to the Ohio states. Garrett yes. Wilson is from yes. Austin, Texas. Um, oh, I can't remember if it's G. Scott or uh, another one of our uh, recruits, but he he just played, I think, in the playoffs of Texas, and he's coming. To, like, I just don't understand how Texas, Texas A and M, especially with Jimbo Fisher. Well, I think is you very think he's underrated? Coach, I think Jimbo's overrated. But this is my thing. Oh, really? He was in Tallahassee. That Florida State team was good. As much as I hate saying that, they were really, really good. He was a hell of a recruiter, right? I think what happened with him is he lost his locker room. And once he lost the locker room, he left that yeah. program in shambles, and they're still trying to figure out who they are as a team. So when- Shambles. Yeah. I mean, look at it. The, all three, <laughs> the first three seasons of last chance, you yeah. featured a Florida State quarterback. And now he's at Texas A&M, and I'm like, okay, they gave him $100 million because he's a great recruiter. He won a national championship, so you know he, he's using that when he's still negotiating. But he's in the mm-hmm. SEC, so y'all paying him $100 million for him to win seven, eight games yeah. a year? That's not what $100 million is for. And, and he's recruiting well. The recruiting classes are no, good, no, but I don't know not. if their recruiting classes are ever going to be good enough to be better than Alabama and to be better than LSU. I mean, what's what's the point of having a what's the point of having a decent recruiting class when you have Alabama and number yes. two? When it comes to ranking recruiting classes, you have number, Alabama and my, number this two. This is my thing with Joe Brady. Four. A lot of NFL teams are trying to get him to the NFL because, like, he left the Saints and came to LSU. LSU's LSU's in the process. As of yeah. today, they reported they're trying to give him an extension, so they're going to pay him NFL money to stay. He'd be a fool to leave. My issue is when Joe mm-hmm. Burrow leaves, when Justin Jefferson leaves, who's going to be the quarterback to play to that level again? I and that's what I've been telling my friends is, you know, you you have this great quarterback in yeah. Joe Burrow. I mean, he's the hype. They had all these they had all these receivers committing to this program and it's like okay yeah that's cool and all but if you don't have the quarterback to play in that type of system yeah. he's not going to be able to get them the ball he's not going to be able to you know give them these numbers and then you have a situation where you have people like Texas or you know other colleges where you just have consistent yeah, players and tra- transfer thing. portal because yeah. of course that's the day and age we're in right now if, if you have even one bad without year, question put themselves in the transfer portal they, they, they'll do it if Tate Martell did it this is okay Justin speaking Fields of Justin Fields who in their right mind thought it was okay to start Jake Fromm over Justin Fields I don't care that he took you out to a national championship I don't care that Jake Fromm took you to an SEC championship there's no way you can watch football in person or on TV and think that Jake Fromm does anything better than Justin Fields he may be a better decision maker. I mean, even then, Justin Fields threw three interceptions this year. Two in one game, so he threw one all season long. So if you really want to yeah. do Georgia would be dude, they would be in the playoff right now. Ohio State would be struggling trying to find a quarterback, seriously. Oh yeah, we oh yeah. Well, oh, Tate Martell oh, would have been I your starter. Because I was Oh Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean he would have got us a decent record. We wouldn't have been in no big ten championship. But and then I even retract kind of that statement because, you know, we we just knew who he was in high school, and then you know I think he's starting to realize, hey, everybody yeah, they're just as kind fast, of just they're just as thick, they're just as smart. Um, so that whole backyard bullcrap you was doing at Bishop Gorman, that don't cut it out over here, dude. You got to be able to throw the ball. No. <coughs> and you know, like, and that's why every Ohio State fan, we got Justin Fields with hype. But, you know, Justin Fields came up limping. If he, you know, was complaining about something, if he even had a slight yeah. frown on his face, we were Who's scared. Who's your backup? Scared for our life because uh, Chris Chuganoff, no offense to Chris Chuganoff, but he was a grad transfer from West Virginia, came to Ohio State to play his last final year. And Why I would mean, you graduate and transfer you know, to Ohio State with Justin Fields there? That's not smart. No, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Maybe I don't know. But you know, he used his last year eligibility. Maybe he 
one day you had a job that before. Is the I don't know. Wow. But I don't I don't know. But uh Ohio State, we're uh I think what scares me about this recruiting class is that nope. we didn't get that. We got a ton of receivers though. <laughs> Oh, we we oh dude, man, Fleming is a Fleming, ball. Who, I think he is, is gonna be nice. <laughs> I was watching his tape the other day, dude. He can play. That is gonna be good. He, he's gonna be good. I think all of I think all of our receivers are gonna be good. Of course, we have um, Garrett Wilson coming back. Who I'm, I but I think you know we're so we're replacing there. We're replacing. We got uh, what's his name? Paris Johnson Jr. The tackle. Uh, we're, we're replacing everywhere except linebacker, and if we lose all three of our linebackers, we are going to yeah. we're gonna be a tough unit. Cause I mean, of course, Zach Harrison no, is really Chase Young, but they're they're really talented, and they're about the same measurables. Where Chase Young's he's like six five, six six. Zach Harrison's around six four. We'll probably get some, he's a true freshman too, so we'll probably get some weight on him over the summer. Um. You know, we have. Uh, how do you feel about? Um, I know he's a DB, so you have to have watched him. He played at IMG. Legend. Uh, I don't know how to last. I did, haven't Kavanaugh. seen too much of him. I, I couldn't even tell you. Uh, uh, you know, I would love for you to watch this film and then let me, because I I see kind of a a fast playing, you know, fast playmaker, but. As far as coverage, you know, he really didn't have that many coverage plays when it came to his highlights. It really just showed a lot That's of That's another hits, thing, dude. You know, the highlights can be the ball. because who's gonna put a who's gonna put a bad play on a highlight? So you're, you're gonna see nothing really? but splash plays. I want to watch a full game. You know, I want to see. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, and that and that's what I want to watch. I want to watch a full game. Um, but yeah. Oh, but we are not gonna get off this podcast without talking about. Oh God, what is it in the room? <laughs> this targeting call, bad call, bad call, bad call. It was a bad call. It was a bad call. I think all dude, my thing with you can okay, just like roughing the passer or unnecessary roughness or whatever it is. Any any pass interference, well, pass interference is a spot is a spot foul, but any any other fifteen yard penalty. You just give them 15 yards, you know, automatic first down, whatever. Why for targeting do we have to kick the player out yeah. and then he can't stay on the sideline, has to go to the locker room? That's stupid. That, yeah, that's stupid. And you know, um, both of us played football. You know how hard it is to be running full speed to go and tackle someone and you can't slow yourself down. And we're taught to put our head exactly. on the football. And- and ball carriers are taught to protect themselves yeah. by lowering their shoulder. There is no possible way that any ball carrier exactly. can lower his shoulder without lowering his helmet. So, and if you, well, we're supposed to exactly. and that's why you see more missed tackles now because dudes just scared to get penalties. They're, they're, they're you know, like, what, dodging and, and, and jumping at ankles and trying to shoelace people. That's not how football yeah. should be played. Do they got to fix the targeting rule? I just give them the 15 yard penalty. And now, it, now okay, it's different if. If there's like two or three targetings in a game, yeah, I think I think it should be, I think it should be kind of like yeah, and if it, a first and it, I still think it should be reviewable because uh, honestly, that was it. Damon Arnett is who got kicked out. It was that, that Sean, nah, Wade, Sean Wade. He is leaving too. Sean Wade, Arnett, and Akuda are all gone. They're all leaving. Yeah, they're gone. Yeah, they're all leaving. Which, I mean, our our backups are decent. Are you know, they're decent. <laughs> None of them are Arcuda. None of them are Arcuda. None of them are really even Arnett. You can get away with finding another Sean Wade. But Arnett, dude, they're... Yeah. And then Brendan Brendan White just put his name into the transfer portal. Um, I think think he's a little, you know, in my personal opinion, you know, a little butthurt. You know, because he he won MVP at the Rose Bowl. So I thought he was going to come in and, you know, he thought he was going to come in and, you know, play this playing this system which we created what Sean Wade played this year was Sean Wade was just better to play. It, yeah he just outplayed him in camp and so then he kind of got mad at Ryan Day and it's like okay well Ryan Day's like okay well you know no yeah. offense but play better like you know you're not showing me nothing in practice and so he and oh my, you know I understand you want to play but if you'd have looked at things from a good standpoint you should have realized you been that everybody's leaving this year yeah 
Exactly. And you go and transfer. Oh to my Rutgers? gosh. Out of all schools, that's where he went. Dude, they are they are Rutgers? the worst FBS team. That's that's wow. That's stupid. So I mean, we'll see them next year when we beat up on them fifty-six to yeah, seven, probably. How do you think like, about Drew Locke? Oh gosh, that's your so... quarterback of the future. That was, what do you think? Um, hey man, hey man, I'll I'll rock with Drew Locke. <laughs> you know, winning the last four out of the five. Um. You know, it seems like the they team play for really him. They didn't do that for Flacco. They put no, no. Which you know, hey, you guys, hey, I'm I'm saying out there, you guys might want to sign Joe Flacco and because he has a curse, <laughs> two year curse already. Lamar Lamar Jackson came in, yeah, yeah, took his spot. Look what he's doing. Drew Lock came in and took his spot, even yeah. though it was kind of it was also injury. Go ahead, you know, switch him oh, to Philip Rivers, draft the quarterback, geez. and he'll be great. I Man, promise you. I, I my thing, <laughs> y'all better Somebody hope, just get John Flacco. Elway especially, better hope that, that Drew Locke pans out. Because if he doesn't pan out, Joe Ellis has to take a look in the mirror, and at some point, you have to move on yeah. from John Elway. I think, I think honestly, it, he should have been fired nice. a long time Whether ago. Drew, with Drew Locke or not. Now it yeah, looks I think bad he should have fired fire him now because dude, even even with Paxton point. Lynch, as soon as he drafted Paxton Lynch with our first round, I was it like, all right, John Elway does not know what he's doing. Say, say you fire Elway now, and people are going to question it because hey, Drew Locke, you just drafted him. He finished the season four one. You got a rookie head coach. You know, they 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 think there's upside and potential, which there is. But I think that if Drew Locke yeah. doesn't pan out, whatever, let's you know, if if he, if he pans out, that's good. But if he doesn't pan out, you're going to be in the same hole you've been in the past five years, not having a quarterback. And you won't win in this NFL without a quarterback. It's impossible to do. There's no way. I I agree. And I also think that we should uh we should we should go ahead and dabble in this deep uh you think so? class. I I love as much as yeah. you know, that's our guy, Phil Lindsay. I love him so much. But and they, I think they understand me. that, and he's not the he, back that they can give thirty carries a game to. You know what I mean? He's not built for that. He's not. <clears throat> and I think I think he's a guy who can get he's fifteen not. to twenty touches a game. But I think the reason that yeah, I don't know. I think I think he can carry the load. I don't think he can do twenty five to thirty touches a game for sixteen. You know, consecutively for his whole career. I don't I don't see that. I see a running back who's explosive, who hits I, the whole hard, who runs like he's Derrick Henry size, but. He's a back who yeah. 15 to 20 touches, you want to try to keep him fresh. My issue is with Scangarello, mm. who, whoever's rotating running backs out, there's times where Royce Freeman is in the game and he shouldn't be in the game over Philip Lindsay. Yeah. And this is coming from a Chargers fan. Yeah. So and I'm like, dude, they've got to just I understand they're trying to limit his touches. I completely understand that. But there's just moments with the game on the line, you just gotta put 30 in there and let him go. Just let him go. Yeah, I, I agree. And there's there's times like that because he'll have a great series, <laughs> and of course we'll do something like pass three straight times in a game in a row. I don't know what <laughs> car that is, but it's going off. But uh, <laughs> um, dang, that just okay. All right, that's what I'm saying. Phil Lindsay, he just like you said, he just needs to go. I am I, not the biggest. Though, I was never fan, a huge Royce fan. Think, he was great at Oregon, but I didn't think he fit what Denver wanted to do. I think they were just desperate to get rid of Booker. I think. That, that's oh, why he, that's Booker. why oh, is there. Do, do you really want Booker getting touches behind Philip Lindsay? No, you don't. He's not. He he. Should, I don't. He was good at Utah. <laughs> came to the league and just eh, he's been iffy. He got some fumbling issues. Eh, I don't know. Yeah, doesn't have you any ball skill. That's my uh, biggest thing. You can't hold on to the ball. Then I got problems with you. And um, team, I'm glad that look. At, yeah, line. but my thing is this. Let me do a quick look at my draft off my head right here. So Joe Burrow won to Cincinnati, right? Chase Young two to Washington. Might yeah. uh, we can't do trades in mock drafts, but if I were the Chargers, I would like us to trade up to number three for Tua if he declares. Because the Lions need the Lions okay. need as many picks as possible. <laughs> we, we we don't have we don't we don't have a yeah. roster like the Lions where we, we lack a lot of talent. We have one of the most talented rosters in the NFL. So if we trade up to three to get Tua, he declares that lets us sign Phillip for what a one or two years and Tua can go. But let's say you know we can't do trades. So yeah. I'll, Detroit, I'll, I'm gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna give him a kudos. I'm gonna go Derek Brown from Auburn. 
Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I like the that. Giants, I, like that I like that big. That's where you go, Jeffrey Okuda, right there. But however, mm-hmm. Dave Gettleman has shown he doesn't draft corners that high. He's always drafting defensive linemen or something. So I don't know. Okay, Darius Slay is unhappy. So we'll give we'll give Okuda to the Lions at three overall. That's high for a corner, but he's really really good. Let's say Derek Brown at four. Yeah. That's something Dave Gettleman would do. Tua at five if he declares. Okay. I think we have to take Justin Herbert at six. I wouldn't do that, but if Philip do if, if Sunday was his last game as a Charger, like it's very uncertain of what we'll do. So let's say we take Herbert at six, yeah. seven Carolina. You need a quarterback, but there, there's not one right here that I trust to take seven overall after Burrow, Herbert, and Tua are all gone. So maybe they. I think they need to. Help I think AJ Epinesa, edge rusher from Iowa. Yeah. Eight overall Arizona. I, I I really, really want them to draft a tackle, but I don't think they're gonna value tackles that much. So I'm gonna give them C D Lamb. Okay. But I, then you look at it, Kyra needs a lot of protection. So no you know what? He does. I'm gonna give Oh, I mean, wait a minute. Oh, I just screwed myself and I didn't give I gotta go back and give my pick. Andrew Thomas to the Giants is what I would do. Andrew Thomas. Andrew Thomas yeah. to the Giants. Tua would be five. Which who I wanted the Broncos yeah. to get him, but you know, <laughs> start we decided to games. start winning and games. I don't know where. So then my seventh pick would not be for for Carolina. It would still be Epinesa. I think eight overall be Jedrick Wills from Alabama. Number nine, okay. I'll say Jerry Judy to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay. Ten, Tristan Wirfs tackle from uh, Iowa to the Browns. Eleven mm-hmm. Jets, CeeDee Lamb. You need a number one receiver. Ooh, oh, I like we, that. 12, this is where we get tricky with the Raiders. Um, do you go quarterback at 12? But who is here that you really trust at 12 mm, overall? I think they can deal with Derek Carr for so one I, more year. Because yeah. it's hard. To, it's tough to say whether Derek Carr is a problem. Or I, think it's a, I think it's a mixture of both. It's a rift between the head coach. It's a rift between Carr not being able to take yeah. sh- shots down the field. So let's say they do another year of Carr. Do we give him Henry Ruggs? Do we give him a corner? Like Who do we give the Raiders? They... I think they need a receiver. I give him Henry Ruggs. I give him Henry Ruggs. Uh-huh. That's, That's a lot speed. of speed. He's in the, speed. the Colts at 13. This is where I think they take a chance on a Jordan Love or a Jalen Hurts from Utah. So I'm going to go Jordan Love. Really? I think Jacoby Brissett is good. You I, know, you can let it, let it, let the contract play out. But I, he's not the answer. He's not the future. He's not the future. I, I, I would kind of really? disagree. I, I, I would kind of disagree. I think as as good as he's been this season, I think he's a product of his offensive line. Honestly, I think they would give run a goal running back right here. Er, ooh, Marlon Mack Marlon, is good, but he's not. Marlon Mack has been balling. He's good, bro, but is he is he that good or is he a product of the offensive line? Yeah. Which okay. in that in that <laughs> offense, I think you I think for that specific offense. You would draft a Jonathan Taylor. Okay, so then you give him a running back. Tampa Bay, what do you do? Yeah. Fourteen <laughs> overall. What do you do with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Fourteen overall. I'm giving him Jalen Hurts. Screw uh, it. You give him Jalen Hurts. Dude, you can you can franchise tag uh Mr. Thirty interceptions. <laughs> thirty for thirty. Thirty for thirty. You can franchise thirty for thirty and you can let Hurts sit behind him for a year or two. Um I think I think more realistically, who whoever the next uh, you 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 have the big draft board. Who's the next best corner after? Mm, Jesus Christ, Christian Fulton uh, from LSU. Uh, I like Trevon Diggs from Alabama. I'd probably if I have to go best corner, I go I think Christian Fulton. Yeah, I think they draft the next best corner at that at that fourteen spot. Delvin? Some DB, somebody who it can play DB. It, so we'll yes. go Grand. Okay, Whoever we'll go think. Grand Delta at fourteen. That's the next best player yeah. available. So fifteen, the Denver Broncos. This is where I wanted to get. There's rumors that Chris Harris may not return, right? Which after this year, and no disrespect to Chris Harris, after what I've seen this year, with the money that he did, you did. So did you see how much thirty six million dollars, man? For three years, how much is guaranteed is what we don't know. Yeah, how much we, how much guarantee we don't know, but that's a lot of money. From what I'm, 
That's a lot of money for somebody who got burnt all season. Hey, no man, offense. he's had a great career. At Pro Football Focus, he's had an had amazing career. For the top corners of the decade, Sherman was one, Chris Harris was two, Casey Hayward was three. Casey. No, actually, no, that may be for uh, the decade or for the year. Either or, but the top three were Sherm, either or. Chris Harris, and Casey Hayward. I think he's still Chris good, Harris. But, uh, okay, so, so Chris Harris doesn't he's come back. 30, 35, though. Yeah. He, he's 35, he's so 35? That's, that's my concern. Yes, he's not he's, that he's old. At least, he's, he's 30s. I know he's up in the 30s. I know that. I once told me he was 35, and I've been running with that. So if I'm wrong, I'm going to look stupid. I got, dude, if he's that old, oh, no. He, he's 30. 30? Oh, he's 30. Aww. Oh, but... You know, of course, thirty is like that age in football. We all know where they just start looking at you. Yeah. Like, eh? Okay. So, so right let's now. say Chris Harris doesn't come back in free agency. He goes somewhere else. Let's say you I think you you, you have to resign Justin Simmons. That has to happen. Oh my God! Him yes, after the year that he had him and Kareem Jackson were the year. best safety duo this year. You yes. need another receiver opposite of which Sutton. which because this draft is so deep, I think we can maybe get a receiver in the second round and even then we have for some reason three third round picks okay but with judy gone to the i gave him to the jags and cd went to the did i give cd lamb to you can say lamb to oh man i can't remember nonetheless judy's gone lamb is gone and And rugs is is gone. gone so do you really want to reach at 15 for a receiver I like Justin Jefferson from um, LSU. I like Brennan Ayuk from Arizona State. Um, Devonta Smith from we, Alabama. Yeah, I don't know. If, I, I think know if I think we have to look and yeah, I think we would have to. I'm me personally. I'm I'm more of a combine and pro day person. So I think after that, I, I can make a better you know choice. But you know, at this point, if we can't get any of those three receivers, I you know, but isn't you know, with both of those uh, tackles gone, is there? That's the thing. Is there another tackle with of guard? Wills that... gone, Andrew Thomas and Tristan Wirth, all the top three tackles. There's a dude, Mackie Betton from Louisville, who's rising, but I don't know if he's worth the 15th overall pick. Uh, uh, Alex Leverwood from Alabama. I think you got to do something about Garrett Bowles, dude. Oh, gosh, yes. He's good for at least one. I don't know. And I, yeah, I don't, I, I don't like Garibaldi <coughs> either. And you know, Drew Locke has some mobi- some mobility, which I think kind of bails out our offense yeah, here and there. Yeah. And so the sacks don't really pop up on. But I, I know it. Our offensive line is horrible. So that's why I really want to go with the offensive line. So in that case, it would have to be an Alex Leatherwood or a Matthew yeah. Betton or somebody draft him. Draft him. Oh. Cause jeez. I mean on defense, our D line's good. If we can resign Justin Simmons, that'd be cool. And the Maybe. rumors about Von Miller not coming back. I think that's weird. That's stupid. I think I think I think that's weird too, but I mean everybody said he's always had this, you know, thing where he of course he's from the Soto, Texas, which is basically a Dallas. Yeah. Do you imagine um, him in a Cowboys uniform? Uh, it uh, looks this I couldn't see that. No. I nah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> uh but you know, of course you, you you just I mean, like you said, like players I mean he may have grown up the way he goes back how much he goes back to Texas, I wouldn't be surprised if he did become a Dallas Cowboy, which would severely hurt. Yeah. Severely hurt me, but I mean, of course I would I'd have to I'd have to allow it, I guess. <laughs> All right, to end the show. Gotta get your prediction. LSU Clemson score. Score. Yeah. Uh, score. What you got? I think I'm gonna have to go LSU win. Okay. I think man, I don't know because <laughs> I think and I'm not trying to, you know, give us all the credit, but I think we exposed a lot of things. Yeah. In Clemson, that was something that was stuff that was wrong and they're banged up. But I'm gonna go ahead and go with a final score of 38-31. So 
Oh, man. Clemson has a championship pedigree. LSU yes. has the better secondary. But Clemson yes. statistically has the better defense in a lot of areas. Right. So, um, can we see Clemson slowing down this LSU offense? Their safeties aren't good. But Brent Venables does a good job of disguising coverages and blitzes to put their guys in position to be really successful. Um, so, do you see... I don't see Joe Burrow throwing for eight touchdowns again, but... Oh, of course but, not. But I think you also have to consider... Where is uh, what's what's where's the running back at? Is he is he now one hundred percent? He got um, some time off because you know he ba- ba- so. yeah. So you know he only had what two or three carries in that Oklahoma game. Yeah, and so you know is that enough time? Because especially because you know with hamstrings, there that's nothing to play with. You can re injure nothing because you can re injure that at any bum any moment in time. And I mean the backups came in and did great, but. Mm. I'm gonna have to go, man. Just off, just 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 from seeing LSU, because Clemson came out flat, really flat. So I'm so flat. I'm gonna have to say LSU wins. I'm gonna say 35 to 30 is my prediction. 35 to 30. Yeah, we're gonna have to get on and and talk about the game after 13. We can actually, of course honestly, with the playoffs on Saturday. We could actually do another show after uh, Saturday and Sunday, like maybe Monday afternoon or something. That's fine. All right. Appreciate you, bro. I appreciate you again, bro. Yes, sir. All right.